0: No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take, take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 apps from your Apple or Google Play store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.TPVRadioNetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land.
2: In the learned. The
0: Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 in this station.
3: What's good, radio family? The Thomas Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Thomas Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Sound Life with Michael Sobio at 4.30 p.m. Mondays, The Grub at 12 noon, Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labreen at 6 p.m. Fridays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays, for best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Motor Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Salmon's Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPD Radio's open mic, open to all pastors and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on live, 365, 7 Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs one-size-fits-all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code SIRON2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go.
0: You never heard Christian radio quite like this. this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Radio Network. Radio, Central Texas. To real talk with Pastor Sago right now on TPV Radio.
2: City on my back, a whole lot on my chest. Treating me foul, had to tap it with the red load of whisk. Some folks <laughs> got bitch, now watch me get blessed. Had to switch it up, switch it up. Everybody ain't loyal. No, but my day once with me been down since the soil, all these hard times ain't finna stop. If my God be with me, then we pop it. Okay. on the real, really losing, ain't no option. I got the word in my heart, so be cautious. I swear these fair seeds really make me nauseous. Got my mind, ain't no time for no nonsense. Nah, straight like that, set it on whack. Only spitting facts, you can play it back. You can hit the truth when I'm in the booth, You can hit the dough if you your get mad.
3: Your cousin, your nephew of real talk. Life Pastor life life. Byron, say go!
2: What you finna do when you get in I'm to act up, act up, act up, act up Hey, 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 what is
1: going on, everybody? You already heard, it's your brother, your cousin, your nephew And this is Pastor Byron Sago of Real Talk And I appreciate everybody that's with us And that's riding with us on, uh, on, on tonight So, hey, Real Talk, Real Talk, Real Talk This is this is Thursday, uh, October 15th, and you have joined us for our weekly show. And I really do thank everybody that's listening, that's joining with us, that's riding with us a little bit later on. I appreciate you for being with us and, uh, and, and holding on with us uh, during this time. So, hey, I want to send some real, 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 real quick shout-out, real quick. I want to send a big shout-out to TPV Radio Network, uh, 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 Patrick Chris, Lady Shanice uh, Newton, doing great work uh, in their area of ministry where God has, uh, has placed them. I want to send a big shout-out uh, to my wife, uh, uh, Lady Latonya Sago, uh, First Lady of Light of Hope Fellowship Ministries, uh, um, Vice President of Blessings on the Block Community Outreach, because you know that's how we do it. I want to send a big shout-out to, uh, to, to my children. Hey, all the Lighthold Fellowship Ministries family, blessings on the block family, everybody that's listening. I want to salute all y'all, and I appreciate you for being with us and holding on with me uh, during this time. So, hey, y'all already know I gotta lay this, I gotta lay the ground rules down before we start talking. Y'all already know that here, real talk, or even the TPV Radio Network. We don't talk politics. We don't talk politics. The only thing that I will tell you is I will tell you to go vote. As a matter of fact, a lot of places have already opened up their, uh, their, their early voting. So, hey, you go and you vote early. If you don't go vote early, hey, take your t- take your lawn chair, take your collapsible chair, take your blow-up chair, take whatever you're going to take with you, take some snacks and waters and sit in line, and wait, and cash your vote, cash your vote, because your vote counts regardless of who you vote for. It doesn't matter. Your vote counts. So I encourage you to go vote. So again, hey, we don't talk politics here. We talk real. So if you want to talk, this is the place to come and listen real talk. And one more quick thing before we get in, because we have a great, we we have a a great, wonderful uh, wonderful guest, uh, special guest that's going to be with us. Everybody who joined in with us, um, this week, uh, Tuesday Tuesday, For our first virtual community awareness um, uh, Open mic talk that we had On men and domestic violence hey, It was a great show And it, it was a great awareness And if you didn't get a chance to join in Or if you just decided not to be a part of the awareness That's okay As your prerogative You have that prerogative You can do what you want to do But if you did not join with us you miss some great conversation. You miss some great awareness. You miss some really, really, really good conversation and really good uh, uh, things that we talked about. So, and there will be another. So, just hold what you got, and we're gonna put some more information out real soon uh, when the next one will be. So, hey, let's get into it. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. So, the last two weeks, um, I had these two great men of God, uh, two great uh, authors. Um, Carlos Thomas and They Tron Gillen, they are the authors, co authors of Thinking Out the Pen. I already got my copy. I already got my copy, and I'm two pages uh, from finishing uh, these uh, Book of thoughts and poems by these two great men of God. So, who I have tonight, I have one half of the 18, uh, They Tron and, and Carlos, I have, a, I have the other side of the team. I have DeTron's wife. I have uh, Jamara Gillen, and she's going to be with us tonight. She's going to roll with us tonight, and we're going to talk about with her, and she's going to open up her heart, and she's going to be real with you. We are going to talk about uh, uh, life during uh, lockup. So, hey, Jamara, are you with me? I'm um, with you. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm good, I'm good. Hey, I really, really appreciate you taking time out for uh for being with me um uh on uh tonight as we talk about this thing. And first and foremost, I know you're proud of your husband and you should be proud of yourself for uh for for, for doing uh what you've done and doing and, and hanging in there during the time of uh you know of his of his incarceration. So, you know, it takes it takes a really strong woman to be able to do that. But on tonight we're gonna we gonna talk to you. Hey, you relax, be yourself, we gonna talk real. I don't go by a script or anything like that. So we just talk off the cup, we chop it up, and then you just talk to the people real about what's going on with this situation. So so hey first thing I wanna t want you to do tell everybody about uh about you, a little bit about yourself.
4: Okay, um, well, first and foremost, my name is Jamara Gillen. I am the wife of Daytron Gillen, one of the authors of Thinking Out the PN. Um, I am an assistant special education teacher in Olive Branch, Mississippi, and I'm just a family person, a wife, mother, of students. um, just an and uh, the girl next door, sibling, sister, friend, just a
1: just an everyday girl. All right, all right. So, okay, I said Jamara, so it's Jamara. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna really say we're gonna say the aha really is so Jamara. That's my bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
4: so you uh, Olive Branch? You originally from Olive Branch? No, not originally from Olive Branch. I'm also from Amory, Mississippi.
1: Okay, you're from Amory too. All right. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not too far, not too far originally from each other. So, so. Let's start talking about this book first. We want to talk about the book, thinking out the pen. So when, when, when this when this book first came to fruition, and uh, I know they try and talk to you about it. What did you? Uh, what was the first thing that came to your mind uh, when you start talking to you about
4: uh, doing a book? Um, well, of course, you know when I first heard about uh, this book, uh, this collection of, of poems and thoughts, he was you know, on his vacation, trip and and, um, you know, he always comes to me with ideas. Everything that, you know, he comes to me about, I mean, that he think about, wants to do, what do you do as a wife? You know, you just, you encourage them. You just say, you know, well, if that's what you want to do, you know, you need to do that. You know, you encourage them, you push them to do it, and um, that's just what I did. When he came to me and said that's what he wanted to do, he wanted to write books, he wanted to, be an author, and he wanted to write this book about um thinking out the pen and poems and, and things like that. And he wanted to push this book. I just gave him some encouraging words and just said, that If that's what you want to do, I, I'm, I'm here to support you in whatever I need to do. So that's that was really my whole role in just being the encouraging wife. So,
1: yeah, yeah. now did you have the privilege of seeing some of those poems or or? And you can say it if you want to But were some of those poems directly for you That was in that book Or did you did you have the privilege to be able to see And read some of those poems Before they were even in the book
4: Yes um, I really more so heard More of them You know uh, Rather than seeing them written down on paper I heard a lot of them He he's, uh, has spoken So many of them to me And um I, I saw one that I didn't like. <laughs> <That was directed laughs> all towards right. All me. right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: But it was directed towards me. It was, you know, um, an honest, rough time that we had um, or a disagreement that we had in our marriage. And that's real. It happens every day in marriages. And um, he went to his pen and his paper and, and he wrote exactly how he was feeling. And um you know, um I didn't personally like it, but of course that's those are his thoughts, those are his feelings. And so you have some of those pieces in the book as well. So
1: Yeah, but but, but that that particular one he had to pull and say, No,
4: nah, but you ain't better
1: put that one in there, uh...
4: Well, yes. Uh <laughs> that's, that's exactly kinda how when we were uh, in the editing process, um All right. uh he, his sister his sister, who, who, who did the editing in the book, shouts out to my sister-in-law, Vanessa Gillen. She does editing. Um, she, uh, she called, and she said, hey, brother, um, and we were actually together at the time, and she said, now, I'm on this poem, and I, I don't really remember the name of it, but I had heard the poem already before, because he, he had told me that poem. And so she got to that poem, and she said, do you really think it's a good idea to put this one in there? And um, I had my little attitude, and I said, he looked at me like <laughs> waiting on an answer, and I said, well, just do what you want to do. Just just put it in there if you want to. But then I had my attitude anyway, so he called back and said, no, nah, I better not put that one in there. So that one didn't make it. One of the ones didn't make <laughs> it to the book, but, um, yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: Yeah, when, when, you, when you get that answer, just, do, just do what you want to do. You might, you might, you might want to double think that one first before you. Uh, yeah, because that that that's not the answer yeah. you want. Yeah, you you want you want the yes or no, not do what you want to do. That that ain't that's not the right answer. So, so yeah. Nah. <laughs> so, 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 so Vanessa. So okay. So I I, I was wondering because when I when I interviewed Carlos and I, and I talked to uh, to Detron, both of them. Um, the first interview, I wasn't for sure, and I thought that you had some 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 some, uh, some things to do with the editing, but I see you didn't. So uh, Vanessa, so I already got her down, so uh, she's gonna be my next person right here. So Vanessa, if you're listening, okay. uh, you you gonna get a message from me probably later on today or tomorrow uh, for you to come on the show. So. Uh, I already called you out, Vanessa Gillen. So, uh, so I got you. <laughs> yes, exactly.
4: I got you. If you, have, All right. <laughs> if you have the copy of the book, she's, if you have the copy of the book, she's actually her um her information. Her email is actually on the the back of the book. It's um, hello at necessaryvision dot com. So okay, that's her booking
1: okay. information. Okay, yeah, I do. I do have um I do have the book, and like I said, I'm I'm like a couple of pages uh. Finished with the book, I didn't even get a chance to look at the back of it because as soon as I got it, I opened it up and I started reading so um so I'm definitely gonna get in contact with her and um and DeTron and and Carlos, if you're listening uh at service on tomorrow you're definitely gonna get a shout out I'm gonna encourage the people to go uh to go and buy uh buy, buy the book from Amazon, which is available now on amazon ladies and gentlemen so uh jamara let me ask you this so when your husband first uh when when you first went in when you first got incarcerated was it um, how was it adjusting to him being uh being gone
4: um it definitely was a hard adjustment um we've had we've been together since we were fifteen and sixteen years old and we are we are thirty four and thirty five now and we were young parents, right out of high school, had our oldest son, Jeremiah. So when um, he first, you know, um, got in trouble, um, our son was a baby. He was he was only one when he left. And so I was a young mom, 20 years old, with a one-year-old, and, you know, left to, you know, fend for my own, for myself, and um, basically being a single mother, you know, so, um, it was definitely hard at times. It was an adjustment. Um, but we were definitely in love and, um, you know, just being in love with the person that you had been with already for four or five years. I, I couldn't see myself. And not only just being in love with my best friend, couldn't see myself, you know, leaving him. And so, um, it was definitely the grace of God, more importantly than anything, the grace of God that uh, got me through it and, you know, kept me and um, was with me the whole time and made sure that I was, I had everything that I needed and provided for me and my son at the time. And so, yeah, it was definitely hard and it was a major adjustment to our family. What
1: was what was the most difficult adjustment? And I, I know it was a it was a number of, of of adjustments. What was what was what was one of the most the the, the biggest one to you?
4: Um, I would have to say the most um, the biggest adjustment. Um, the one of the hardest things was um, finances. You know, being a single mom, um, it was hard uh, at times without the help of family. Um, at times, I don't, I don't know. Of course, God first and foremost. Like I can't ever, um, you know, go without giving Him all the glory. Um, without my family and friends that I've had throughout the years, you know, being there, um, and some of my husband's friends, uh, just family and friends, just you know, pitching in and, and helping where they can and helping, you know. And I'm, I'm, a, I've, I've always been in a way, in a in a negative, it's a negative thing, kind of prideful. Don't like to ask people for help. You know, I don't like handouts or, or like to say, hey, I need this or need that. But I've I learned through those years that, you know, God will place people in your life to help you. And I had to learn how to accept those things when people were lending and helping, you know, giving me that, those helping hands, you know, so, one of the major adjustments was and being loneliness, being lonely, you know, being, you know, without the one that you love. You know, that was another major adjustment that was very hard to deal with, you know, my best friend not being physically here with me. So those are just two that was very tough, you know, that I had to deal with. Right.
1: Now did you have to deal with um and I'm 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 asking you to, again, this this is real talk, so did you have to deal with a lot of um, uh, backlash from family? When I say backlash from family, um, where family was um, uh, was not the most supportive when you were being supportive for your husband? Does that make sense? Did, did you have did you have to deal with a lot of the family saying, "Well, um, you don't need to deal with no with, with that no more," or you need to go on? Uh, with your life or anything like that Did did, did you have any or uh, Any any family or friends That you had that you experienced that with That you had to you know you had to either uh, Push through it Or you had to look at them and you had to like Alright you know I'm not going to deal With you as much as I should because you're not Giving me encouragement like I need Did, did you have to deal with any friends Or family uh, during that time
4: Most definitely Um I I even had a person one time to tell me because of the sentence that he received that I wasn't, they believed that I wasn't going to be there for him the whole entire time. They just was like, well, you're young, you know, by the, you'll change your mind over time. You know, you'll change your mind over time. And, yes, I definitely had friends and family, too, uh, that, I mean, they didn't, my family, more so, that they they were there for me, but it was times where, they, you know, I've heard the lines along, like, I don't see how you do it. I don't see how you did it. I couldn't do it. You know, people always came to me and said those things. And, and yes, I've heard people say, I couldn't do that if I were you. I mean, I don't see how you do that. So um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Us coming, Both of us are from the same town. So everybody knows it's a small town. You know, when you're from a small town, everybody knows you. And um, and though uh, my husband did something, you know, that cost him 12 years of his life, um, he was very close still with a lot of people. He had, like, a lot of people that still loved and, you know, cared about him. They just saw a young man that made a mistake. And a lot of people still was, like, supporting him, you know, whether they supported him, you know, with finances or prayers or just say, hey, tell your husband I said hey, or writing him a letter. He still had a lot of, you know, uh, support, and he was respected, like, very well back into our community. So um, he just was, he's really honestly a real likable guy. There's not too many people that do not like him. So, I mean, and he's got the personality that, you know, a lot of people gravitate toward him. But, um, yeah, I did definitely have uh, people that, that said that they didn't believe that I would do it or they don't see how I did it. But um, it never really broke me in any kind of way. I had already made my mind up. And so that was it.
1: <clears throat> so th- those those people that, that did say that, uh, that did ask you that question or whatever it might be, now did you... Did, did did you react to them or did you respond to them? And I want to say there's a difference between reacting and responding. When you react to something, that means there's no telling what you might do. But when you respond, it was more something that was probably thought out. So, how did you react or respond to those people that had those that that had those comments or even had you know said some of those things? or Actually, that question. What was your what 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 was your comeback to them?
4: Um. There were times um, that when they would say those things to me that I questioned myself. You know, I did question myself. I never reacted, like, out of anger or being upset because people's opinions are people's opinions. You know, I can't get mad at how other people feel or what they may say or what they don't feel like they would be able to go through. That's why I feel like God allows, allows certain things to happen to certain people. You know, it's, that thing is not meant for you, or that thing might be only meant for me to go through, or that thing might something. You know what I mean? So I never reacted, but my response was always, "Well, I feel like I am." You know, and and sometimes it did make me feel like, "Well, am I going to be there, comrades?" Or you know, after twelve years, am I really gonna? You know, I did question myself. There were times that I questioned myself, and um, but I always reverted right back to the same thing you know this is a man who I, is my best friend who I'm in love with who I feel like God sent to me and um, God brought us together I mean and I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be it always came back to the same thing so my response is always just like well I'm going to be there and after three years passed and four years passed and they from is still the center of my world, and that's all I talk about, and that's all I, you know, people started to see, like, this girl really ain't going nowhere. Like, she really is there. She really going visit him. Her and her son is still there and things like that. So, I mean, I, people started to really see it and believe it. So
1: did it, was it, I I know it was difficult throughout the whole thing. I I, I know it was, but did it did it get did it was it was it harder in the beginning or did it get more difficult, you know, halfway in between or the closer, you know, he was he he, he was done with, 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 with uh with, with his time. What 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 was it most harder? Was it was it at the beginning or
4: somewhere in between or toward the end or, or what? To you? I, I think it was really more closer to the end. I honestly feel like the first few years it, it flew by so fast to me and then um, I had an opportunity to move out of our town with a job and a home and then I looked up and it was already like half his time already gone. And then um, some things happened um uh, that I was dealing with personally, and then um, it's like when he was probably about three, four. The last two, three years of his sentence, um, it seemed like when we started, we it, was, it got harder for me just because I was so anxious and so like I I'm, I'm I want you to hurry up and come home, and he just you know I just found myself getting more like you know I'm so tired, like the, going to and from the prison every week and dealing with those people that you have to deal with up there. It was just like, oh, I, I want to see my husband, but I don't want to go and deal with this uh, today with these people that you have to get through. You've got all these checkpoints to go through and all these things like that. So I, I found it a little bit more difficult more getting closer to the end of the sentence.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. I understand. All right. Well, hey, Jamara, hold what you got. We gotta, we gotta take a break. Radio station gotta pay some bills, so don't go nowhere, don't move a muscle. We got some more questions for you. We are gonna really get deep, and I want you to really get real when we, uh, when we, when we come back off this, um, off this break. So hold what you got. So, ladies and gentlemen, hey, Jamara, uh, Gillen is with us. Um, the radio station gotta pay some bills. You already know it's your brother, your cousin, your nephew, Pastor Byron. Take a real talk, and we'll be back right in a second. One. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Real Talk with Pastor Sago. Right now on TPV Radio.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound the alarm.
5: (laughs) Yeah, it's going down, y'all. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's girl, yeah. Miss Lady Boo. I'm I'm a show me, John. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Representing straight a straight family, baby. Keeping
4: it in blood. Blood. the blood, blood, sticky, and it mud. mud. I'm trying to tell
5: y'all, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the biz. That's I got show. my boy, Mr. Dale, his whole oh, crew. Wow. Yeah. I got my brother, Lil, uh, uh, my brother, Lil uh, uh, E. Slash Big D. My homeboy, PB Missy. PB Missy. And Don't forget about your boy, M. Child. You know what I'm saying? It's going down, baby. Crazy Lady Entertainment. I'm putting it down for y'all. He's going down. Independent One.
6: Make a brother wanna get up and yeah. so nah. put straight we uh-huh. so Now
5: we ready. Now I'm ready, now I'm ready, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready, now I'm ready, now I'm ready. Yeah. Make a brother wanna get
6: up and put a hit now we rock so straight
5: hitch Now we ready I'm ready. crowd with a frown. Look at me. Hey, is just a hate trying to get up on my team. Baby, get up off me. Have you looking kind of sloppy when I pull aim. Boom. First I hit you with the beam. Girl, steady was trying to get up with my man. I don't care how he ain't rolling with the plan. Plan to be a blessed young yeah. there When I finish it's rocking shows, can paid. Don't you understand? You don't want to go to war with Lady, Lady Boo. Boo. Started as a fan, now you ride with my crew. Everybody knows you a be Gonna in a bro. You keep saying checks like you do. Handle with my punters trying to keep a level head. Riding in the seat, feeling like a bed. Yeah. I always pray to God, but it's hard not to want to hang cowers suckers all up in my it in a bed. Walk around town acting like you be the Callin' Call a nigga phone saying that, that you wanna hit. Don't you feel stupid when he said, girl, please, you the cheese, man? No, I don't really wanna hit. Try to be like lady cause I flip the CEO. Write my own checks, pimp, up close my own door. I ain't trying to take that crap no more. No more. To sell an all you joy never, never. Ride in LA, feelin' good up in the shade. Move to ACL cause I'm yeah. tryna get paid. Everybody saying, oh, man, she sold out. Pimp never made self-made to the grave. I'ma like, get you, mama, where it really, really hurt. Listen to my old rap, throw my old verse. It's all good in the hood while bomb hg all know that i had to stop for
6: like a brother want to get off the bus hit but cut up. We crunch show no mister hit yo when my to not... good- so start so. like Re- good- spraw- like it. oh, it's, it's pretty- thirsty- so now we about to blow up now we ready 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 now make a brother want to get off the bus hit but cut up. We crunch show no mister hit yo when my to start it's so now we about to blow up now we ready now we ready now we we ready. Now we ready, what a H-O-L-Y, and we still fly, but here's another one, I got another or two another, bus to claim he got a lot of light. like Lord Hill, you just know like one. one, one time for your mind, body, spirit, don't forget your soul, Jesus blessed us, now we in control, and uh-huh. on me, cause his silly style is old, but you can't blame Dale, cause I'm saving souls, I rock that oh M-P, ride the track, yeah, people brought, didn't know I had it like that, like the farm was a when the style is flat. but D O D on the hill, and he got it like that, N-A-B-A-Z, Tennessee, bucking for the Trinity, laughing at you, Ch- I'm hate hater, I hate it, cause they can't be free. Independent, Christian, living, never slipping, Prince of Memphis, King Jehovah, Alpha, Omega, man, I hope your soul is living, kingdom coming, suckers running, cause they got it twisted from the beginning, when the trumpet sounds, I ride that thing like lightning, listen, oh Wanna get off and for skip book, uh, uh. we cross so no, mister Hitcher. We're about to start. It's so now. now we about to blow up uh, uh, uh. Now we ready, now we ready, now we ready. Now we ready, now we ready, now we ready. Make a brother wanna get off and full hit book, uh, uh. We cross so oh no, mister Hitcher. we're about to start. It's so now we about to blow up uh, uh, uh. Now we ready, now we ready, now we ready. Now we ready. Now we ready, now we ready, now we ready. Ah, uh-huh. ha! Make a brother wanna get up and put get book, cut up. we crunch on no. Star, hit y'all, we must star. it's so now, we now, now, uh, uh, uh. now, we ready, 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 yeah. yeah. Make, a Make a brother wanna get, get up and put get book, up. Up. We uh, we crunch, no. Uh, star, hit y'all, we star start, it's so now, we about to blow up, uh, uh, uh. now, we ready, now, we ready, now, we
3: Ready, ready. Now we ready, now we ready, now we ready Voila, huh? Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Desire Kaleem Listen, you're listening to the Summers Voice Radio Walk with me, let's
5: go!
2: bitch, now watch me get blessed, had to switch it up, switch it up, everybody ain't loyal, nope. but my day one's with me, been down since the soil, all these hard times ain't finna stop, Never. if my God be with me, then we pop. It. Okay. on the real, really losing ain't no option, I got the word in my heart, so be cautious, okay. I swear these fair seeds really make me nauseous, uh. guard my mind, ain't no time for no nonsense, no. nah, straight like that, set it on whack, Honey. only spittin' facts, you can play it back, Honey. you can hear the truth when I'm Brother,
3: your cousin, your nephew, of Real Talk, Pastor Byron go. What you
2: finna do when you get in? I'm Hey,
1: hey, what's going on? We are back, we are back. And you just heard my man, Mr. Dale, Mr. Dale, with We Ready. So we are back, we are with uh, Jamara uh, Gillen, wife of Arthur, uh DeTron Gillen. So we we are here with her talking real and we're talking about life during lockup and some life after lockup. So Jamaic, are you still with me? I'm still here. All right, all right. So so before we before we left, we were talking about, you know, the the, the support that that uh that they Daytron had and how difficult it was uh for you uh being a being a wife um when uh when he when he uh when he served his Senate. So so I know you said that your son was one, so your son was was was, was really young when uh when Detroit first went in, when your husband first went in. So as time progressed on and as time went on, did you find it difficult to have to explain it to the children about where their
4: father was? Um I remember when he first left, of mm-hmm. course, he was one. so Of course, he didn't understand a lot of it um, about what his dad was. And I remember him being two and three. You know, he's talking now, you know, and stuff like that. And, of course, two two years have passed by, and he knows his dad. He still knows his dad because I have been consistently in those two years going to see his father. And he know like, this is my daddy, this is my mom when we're gonna go see my dad, he knows who his father is. So um as he got older, I remember maybe six he was six or seven years old. And we had just moved to Olive Branch when he was uh six years old, or he was turning six. And he said, um, he realized at that moment, like we had already still we've been going to see him all this time, so five years now. And he said, You know, mom, like uh jail is a bad is for a place where bad people go, right? Like when they do something bad. And I said yes. And he said, so why would my dad be there? And I remember that being a very hard question for me to answer for him, but I made it as simple and plain as possible. I was like, um, you know, well, sometimes good people, you know, make a bad choice or a bad, you know, do bad things. And they right. have to consequences. I said, just like you, you know, as a child, you do things that I tell you not to do, and what, what happens? Like, you get a spanking for it. You get on punishment. You know, you have consequences. And I said, adults have consequences, too, when they do bad things. But it doesn't always make you a bad person. And I had to explain that to him. But he realized at about six years old, I remember him asking me that question. But um, I remember early on, I used to tell him that daddy was at school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know and, and I had picked that up from other people but then I realized you know that wasn't as he got older and I knew the sentence that he had and I knew eventually you know he, he's going to realize that that's not food anymore you know so right. th- th- those were those right. honest conversations that I had to have and that's one honest conversation that I remember in the yeah yeah and
1: you know what and that does good too to remember that you know we you know, we, we learn from all these T V shows and all these people that supposed to be able to tell you about kids that don't have kids themselves but, you know, they they wanna tell you, you know, you know, tell your kids this and tell your kids that. But, you know, at some point, you know, we sometimes we take we, we take the, the, the intelligence of the other children a little bit Less than what it really is, and then they're gonna ask you right. a question, and then you and then you're not gonna be prepared to answer it when you should have just been honest with him from the beginning, and then you would have, you know, you probably would have avoided that that difficult question. So mm-hmm. I, I believe that was that, that was that was really good uh, the way you did that. You know, you you were able to, to 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 tell him that once he got to a point where that difficult question came, you know, he realized that that ain't a scoop. You know, because you know, every time I go, you know, you know, I see people in this room and I ain't learning nothing. Or you know, at, you know, at, at at that time in that room, you know, there there's there's nothing going on. It doesn't probably look like a school that he's you know he's familiar with. You know, so mm-hmm. um, I think that's good. So with as he as he as he got older, um, did you did you did you see any? Did it seem like he began to get any type of anger or resentment, you know, from his father or from you, because his dad was gone. Because you know, maybe he probably looked around and he saw, you know, uh, other kids, you know, with their, you know, with their dads, but you know, his dad wasn't there. Did he? Did he have those moments, you know, especially younger, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Did he have those moments where he he was kind of where he kind of was angry and you know maybe acted out in the anger or anything like that?
4: Um, I think there were times that you know he as a as any kid even in a two home a two parent home you know what says their parents. I never saw any out like you know anger that it seemed like he was acting out because his father wasn't there and maybe there's something that. I truly don't know, but i you know I've always talked to him ever since you know he became totally aware of like where my dad is, what his dad did, when his dad was coming home, you know um he has like and this is nobody but god to this to this day, Jeremiah, my son uh who's fifteen now he his dad came home when he was twelve he um loves his dad unconditionally like he has always been very close with his dad like uh, over the years of incarceration since he's been home like he's never judged him he never said like to him or to me you know even when I go and talk to him how do you feel you know how do you feel about your dad not being here and he'll, he'll say things like you know well dad made a mistake and he's coming home, you know, he's not gonna be gone forever. He always had like a positive attitude about it. And he is very, very close with his dad. And that is definitely a God thing because it's a cycle. It has been a cycle in his family, um in my husband's family because his his father uh was incarcerated, you know, in some of his childhood. And then he was incarcerated. And he doesn't have the closest relationship with his dad. But my son is very close with my husband. He's very close with his dad. So I, that, that definitely... I'm
3: sorry.
4: I, I have a 19-month-old a a that's, that's having a hard time right now. But um, That's okay. But yeah, my son, he... He has been very close to his dad, and he never showed resentment or anger or anything like that the whole time of his incarceration. He never showed any of that to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So when, so now I think that, and I, and, and this is this is what I believe, and I believe that now you are, in, you can be. Um,
3: you can be kind
1: of uh, a mentor or a motivator to other, other, other women that are dealing with that, uh, with, you know, that are dealing with that issue that you have dealt with. Um, do you find yourself being able to to talk to 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 women that may be dealing with it, or do you find yourself being able to mentor women that 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 are dealing with it right now, or you haven't been in that situation where you you've done any of that yet.
4: Um, I haven't personally you know dealt with any women that um has you know are dealing with a husband or boyfriend or friend or whatever um but that is something that I have always aspired to do you know I have sisters i have sister in laws i have you know young women that come to me all the time about other issues relationships and things like that all the time and um but that is something that I definitely aspire to do. And, um, like, I hope with this interview that, you know, they could probably open an opportunity for me, you know, to, you know, uh, definitely uh, talk to women about um, a family or a loved one or a husband or a boyfriend or whoever that's incarcerated. That's something that I definitely would love to do. Yeah, I
1: think it, I think it will. I I really I really think it will. As a matter, of, we'll 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 talk later. We'll talk offline about that. So, um, but I, I definitely think it will. So, I know you said it was difficult while he was gone. You know, um, you know, life during lockup was very very difficult, and um, going back and forth, and you know, going through all yeah. that. You know being searched and all that I know I know all of the headache. so the life during lockup was very very difficult so what about um after you know after after he came home um in the in in the the initial phases was 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 that was that really difficult when he first um when he first came home, or was that more like okay, you're back, you know we're back in that honeymoon phase, and and things like that. So, did y'all did y'all find any 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 hiccups or any roadblocks during that time when you first came back? Um,
4: definitely. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, when he left, um, I was 20 years old. He was 21. We were young parents that were already like having a difficult time as young parents. You know, fresh out of high school and. With the baby, and um, we weren't living together at the time. Um, so, in all this time that has gone by, you know, we never lived together. So, it was definitely an adjustment. You know, we we married, we got married while you know he was incarcerated, and so um, it was. It's, def, it's still an adjustment. You know, two and a half years later, it's still an adjustment. It's um, it's work. Marriage is work. It's something that you have to. Work towards every day. You have to remove, learn how to remove yourself for so long, even in our marriage. It's, it was just him on one side and me on one side. You know, we didn't have that initial first five years together, you know, that initial, you know, uh, honeymoon stage and all that stuff like that. So those are things that we are still dealing with, you know, to this day. You know, we, uh, when he first came home and, <laughs> um, you know, we uh we uh added another one in in real fast. We got uh a nineteen month old and you know, so we have an extra one in our family and an addition. So um it's things marriage is something that you have to work on though every day. So it's definitely an adjustment, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So with, I guess once, once and, and you're absolutely right, it, marriage is marriage is, is working. Um <laughs> You know, it's not it's not always pieces and cream. You know, you 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 that person, and you know, there's going to be some times where, you know, where you may where you still love each other, but you may not like each other. And there's a difference between liking somebody and loving somebody. You know, so um, so yeah. you said that you said that the once that that once you guys graduated high school and he, um, you know, he ended up uh, getting sentenced and things like that. So. You got married while he was incarcerated. At what point uh did y'all get married during the incarceration? At what what at, at what year point? Was it the beginning kinda of halfway between Oh, uh, we
4: got we got married in uh two thousand and ten. So at that point okay. he had uh, served third four years. And so I was um twenty three and he was twenty four. Right? Yeah. He he keeps up with dates way better than me and that is so you know, opposite in our in our relationship. It's usually the woman that keep up with everything and um yeah. make sure that man missed stuff. But um yeah. yes, we were twenty three and twenty four, so he, he was four years in at the time of our marriage in two thousand and ten.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then and then like you said, coming home and never really um lived together, um, that it had to be really difficult. Because you know, uh dating somebody and living and living with somebody is totally different. Now now you have to get get adjusted to that person and their and 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 their their quirks and, and 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 you know, them leaving their socks on the floor and you know, pick your socks up, you know, you know, not letting the seat up on the toilet. All all this type of stuff. So I so I think I I think you have to get adjusted to all that stuff. So for him, you know, and I'm asking you, I am not asking him, I already talked to him twice already, and I talked to him earlier today, so I don't need to talk to him no more. Uh, (laughs) So, so for, for, in your opinion, as, 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 as him coming home, in your opinion, and you, and you watching him, and you being able to look at him, um, do you think from a standpoint, from a wife that the, the The transition was was
4: difficult for him as well. Um, that the transition was, you said, it, was it? Do I think the transition for him was difficult?
1: Yeah, for 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 him, you know, coming in and being and you know and being with you and seeing and being back adjusted to the kids. Do you think, from a from a standpoint as a as a wife, um, it was difficult for him as well?
4: um I, I do in some ways but in in a lot of ways I also think he came on in and and just um I I think he, some things were smooth um he came on in and he picked up as a father he um you know got a job instantly he started providing for our family and but I think there were you know like how I'm saying, you know, it was an adjustment for both of us. We never had we never had lived together. I don't think it was um, everything was hard for him, but I think some things may may have been a little difficult at times. Just coming from an environment where you always have to kind of be
5: uh, ready
4: or prepared for anything, cl- closed off. You know, I think you know, for twelve years I think some of those things kinda came you know into the home zone. Uh but it hasn't been like a a major adjustment for him. I think he, he was like I said earlier, he was welcomed back in society very, very well. Like I mean he hasn't thank God he, that's why I say I know this thing is a God thing. You know, he hasn't had any issues getting a job. He hasn't had any issues uh just you know, getting around, um, being a husband and being a father and doing things that, you know, no issues with the law. I mean, he he just hadn't had any issues. You know, you see a lot of those guys that come out and thin in in six months or whatever like that and he, he came home and he just became a family man. And I, I you know, there's definitely has been some adjustment adjustments on both of our ends. But I don't think, like, the adjustment for him has been hard. I've heard stories of other guys that come home and they don't have families to go to. They can't get jobs because of their uh, criminal history. They can't, you know, they're not welcomed back into society. They, You know, and, and I don't think that has been the case for him. He's been very blessed.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely God has been doing uh, wonderful things, and I truly believe that sometimes God has to has to has to has to pull us away in order to put us back in to where God wants us at in the right position, standing in the right posture that God wants us to wants us to be in. And sometimes, you know, when when, when we make those choices, you know, um, God can come in and can he can pull us out of trouble anytime God wants to. But sometimes, God, just like any good father, wants us to learn and 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 and, and grow from the choices and the mistakes that we made. And I, I really I, I really do believe uh that there is a lot for uh and for you as a as a as a husband and a wife that is that, that you're gonna go far and I told Daytron told Carlos that, you know, I can't be more I, I can't be more proud of, him, you know. Um uh Carlos and I we, we, we stomped through some of the same sidewalk down magic Hot. Um I just graduated a year before him so I told I told them both that I'm proud of him and I know that the that, that guy has something for them both to do um, uh, right. even after the experience and that, that that experience should be a learning experience and I think it was either Carlos or maybe it was detron that said something that sparked my that sparked my attention when it says you know that that, that we you, you 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 learn and you grow from those choices that you make and if you continue to make that mm-hmm. same choice then you know not, you not you, you. You you haven't grown from it, you know. So when you grow from it, it means you don't do that again, you know. Right. And um, right. So I'm I'm I, I can't be more proud of DeTron and, and Carlos for 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 what they're doing and um and things like that. So my last question uh for for you, Jamari, is if you were to tell um a young woman right now. That was at the age uh, where um, Detron was sentenced, and Detron did, you know, did did his time in in incarceration. If that was a a young woman listening right now, um, that is experiencing exactly what you experienced, what would you tell her? That
4: that's a difficult one. I mean, I can't give every Woman, the same thing that I did because every woman is not built, and I'm not that's not a negative, like, I'm not condescending any woman because I mean, if a woman doesn't want to put herself through that, she don't have to, you know what I mean? That's why I'm saying, me personally, this was something that I know that God orchestrated. In my life, you know, and it was it, it wasn't always easy. So I can't, I don't, I don't know the exact words to say, but I definitely would have to say you have to be aligned with Christ. You have to be aligned with Christ, even if you are not in exactly the same situation as me and Daytron. Like if you are two single people that's even looking to date. In in society, and you you're not even separated by bars or whatever. Um, that's something you, you both need to be aligned with Christ to see if that person is the person for you. See, I know I knew that DeTron was a person for me, and that's why I I waited on him, and I was there for him, and I supported him. That was something that. Um, I knew I was supposed to do because that's how God orchestrated my life. And so um, every woman is not, you know, going to deal with it. Every woman is not going to handle that the same way that I have to handle. My only advice to any woman would always be to be aligned with Christ, and you will know the man that God has for you will be for you. So that would really truly only be my only advice.
1: That's good. That's good. That's good. So I hope some 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 young woman, anybody that's listening right now, that 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 that, that Christ is important in your life. Christ has to be important, mm-hmm. Christ, has, Christ has to be the center of our lives in order for Christ to because 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 God has great things for us. God 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 wants us all to be successful. God don't want us to 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 live difficult lives. But a lot of times we make our own lives difficult by the decisions that we make. And we gotta be better, you know. And we gotta, and we got we gotta love despite of, regardless of who it is, what they've been through. We, we gotta, we, we, our responsibility, just like Christ did, is we gotta love them. We gotta, we gotta love people, and showing love like you did to your husband during that time, and continuing showing love. I salute you for it. I salute you one hundred percent for it. So look, Jamari, before we get off the air, hey, send your uh, whatever, whatever you gotta say. Hey,
4: send them out. It's your time. you got to do Okay. First and foremost, I, I want to thank God for this opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity. My husband, y'all meeting with Carlos and um, my husband giving me my shout out. And, and then here's okay. me having the door for me and the opportunity to come in and hopefully encourage somebody and some young woman or any woman for that matter or any man for that matter. Um, um, uh, I just thank God for this opportunity. You know, for my husband, my family. Uh, thank you for the opportunity too, uh, Mr. Sargo. Uh, just, just for this opportunity, and I just thank God for it all. Just thank God for it all.
1: Hey, there's no there's he, no thanks. So he, hey, we got we got. A, I'm telling you right now, hey, we got a, we got a lot more in store. Uh, like I said, I talked to hron earlier because uh, me and him always talking at least at least, at least, once, at least once or twice a week so far. It seems like it, but I already talked to him early. I'm sure he's already told you. We got some stuff in line, and um, I guarantee you, I promise you, uh, Jamari, there's going to be some more stuff that uh, I'm going to um, ask of you, and we'll talk about that a whole lot later. But um, um, your story is going to be an important story, just like anybody else's, but nobody's heard of your story. I think your story is going to be really, really really important for somebody here, so, so be ready, be always ready, so okay. uh, I'll, be, I'll be, be reaching out to you soon, so hey, ladies and gentlemen, hey, clap your hands for Jamara Gillen, wife of uh, DeTron Gillen, author of Thinking Out the Pen She was with us on today so Jamara, I appreciate you ladies and gentlemen, everybody that's listening I appreciate you, and you already know this is your brother your cousin your nephew this the past to buy the real
2: talk and I'll see you next week on been with the we load of whip some folks got bitch. now watch me get blessed. I to switch it up switch it up everybody ain't loyal. welcome my day once with me being down since the soil all these all times ain't finished stop love if my god be with me then we pop on the real really losing ain't no options I got the word in my heart so what these fair seeds really made Got my mind, ain't no time for no nonsense. Nah, straight like that, set it on whack. Only spitting facts, you can play it back. You can hit a truth when I'm in the boat. You can hit the dough if you get in my way. Your cousin,
3: your nephew <laughs> your of real talk, way, like, Pastor like, Byron. Say, go!
2: What you finna do when you get in? I'm a actor,
0: actor, actor. TPV act Radio, Central Texas. <laughs>